Well, Christmas is a time for ghost stories. And in the world of Christmas carols, the sort of spooky story, if you like, comes in the form of the mistletoe bough, which is a, a dark uh, a dark song sung in pubs, often with um, a soloist and then the whole sort of group joining in with the chorus. We're going to discuss the mistletoe bow today. Um, I'm Peter and Sean's here too. Hi everyone. You'll recognise Sean from uh, the last episode with John Fowler um, and John pops back in a minute to um, talk about the mistletoe bow but also to give us a stirring rendition of it in an exclusive. <laughs> an, absolutely, an absolutely exclusive. But what I want to do first is... Um, Say uh, hello, welcome to this episode of the podcast and uh, thanks for tuning in again. Subscribe and share, uh, we're nearly in, getting towards December now. It's got that sort of cold pinch outside and uh, we've had a frost the last couple of days which has um, sort of put us in the Christmas spirit a little bit. We've had a listener in Spain as well, Sean. Oh, wow. uh, obviously no frost there, I wouldn't have thought. But um, nice to see people. I've, I've no idea. But why do you think? I don't, I've no idea. If you if you're that listener in Spain, please get in touch and, and let us know um, how you came um, how you came upon the podcast and what you think of our strange traditions. So um, the mistletoe bow is a, a sort of a dark story. When did you first come across that, Sean, and hear about that? So um, I first came across it by hearing the song, probably something like 1991, um, in the old, uh, the Blue Ball in, um, in Worrell. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was enjoying all these lovely Christmas carols, finding all the tunes a bit strange and weird, thinking I could sing along to the next one until they started singing it and realised it was a completely different song. And then followed this one and... Um, was quite shocked as I followed the story. It sort of and takes thought, you by oh, surprise, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does absolutely first time yeah. you hear it. Yeah. You, you think in the midst of all this sort of jolliness that uh, this is going to this is going to be just the same, but it, it, it's quite dark and it doesn't really sort of become that dark thing until like the last of the four verses. It's almost like a, it'd make a great episode of Inside Number Nine or Black Mirror, I think. Well, there's actually an Alfred Hitchcock connection to this song, which I can Is tell there? you about. Yeah, Go there's, on. Um, there's some reference to this story in one of his films. I'd need to go and find and look it up. Is there? In the 1940s or something. Um, I, might, I might have got this wrong, but it might be. There's a, you know, there's a sort of a story about somebody who's killed somebody and in Hitchcock style, the body's in the box or something behind where they're all chatting about this. Oh, that's Rope. Murder. That's the Rope. film Rope. Yes, that's yeah. the one. Yeah. So people have made a connection with this sort of story and what was going on in that film. Right, so okay. Now you've said Rope, that's yeah. it. I wouldn't have known the name yeah. of it, but that's it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because in that film, they, um, they, they, they there's, uh, there's a couple of men and one... I think that there's a challenge. They challenge each other. Can you get away with like a, a, a sort of perfect murder? Oh, I've that's never seen it. it, but that's what they said. This guy and they do, and they do uh, kill someone and, and put it, put them in a, in a box, oh, right. in in a room yeah. where there was other people. So yeah, may have been inspired by this. Maybe yeah. Let's look, listen to these uh, words. Then I'm not going to sing it because I'm going to leave John for that. But I think it, it's a story, so you can read it as a narrative as as well. So it starts, um, 
with the, the mistletoe hung in, in an old castle hall, the holly branch shone on an old oak wall. So we've got mention of the mistletoe there and we've got mention also of a holly branch. How big in your mind is this mistletoe, Sean? Um, I'm imagining massive because... This, I am too. This conjures up to me, you know, big sort of um, stately home mansion, National Trust type yeah. property, doesn't it? That's what it feels like in the, it, the old castle hall, you know, just feels And like the old oak wall as well. But we, we've certainly got some grandeur going on. This is not a sprig of, uh, a sprig of mistletoe um, that's bought from like a fruit shop. No, definitely not, definitely not. Hung above it. And also it's on a wall. And the title is the mistletoe bow. I think we're talking, I think we're talking a sizable, um, a sizable branch here. So, um, bow. I don't actually. When it says mistletoe bow, what's that? Is that a description of a a big a big part of a bush or something? Is that what bow means? Yeah. Yeah. B o u g h. Just just so that we know. Never stop to think about that um, word. Yeah. The mistletoe bow is a big, a big. Well, in my mind, it's a big branch. All right. The like a bow of a tree. The Baron's retainers were blithe and gay and keeping their Christmas holiday. So we've got a Baron who presumably owns the castle with his retainers. They're going to be, what, his staff? I think so, yeah. Yeah. So they're blithe and gay, happy, I presume, all keeping their Christmas holiday. The Baron beheld with a father's pride his beautiful child, young Lovell's bride. So we're introducing characters here. We've got the Baron, who sort of runs the house. And he's the father of a, of a bride, who I'm not sure is named. <laughs> and um, we've got Lovell, who's just got married to the bride. So he's the groom. Yeah. While she, with her bright eyes, seemed to be the star of the goodly company. Yeah. So, so it all sounds very, very wholesome, doesn't it? The... The staff are getting their probably one day a year holiday and all happy and yep. jolly, aren't they? It's a big grand place. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she 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 with her bright eyes, so mm. she's sort of beautiful and she's mm. she's a star. But the goodly company, I don't know if that means good or godly, but it's all setting a scene of righteous yeah. <laughs> frivolity and it happiness, is. isn't it? I think they've just had a party, haven't they? Yeah. They, they? They've just got married. It's Christmas. They're having a they're having a party to celebrate the the wedding. In in verse two, I'm weary of dancing now. She cried. Here, tarry a moment. I'll hide. I'll hide. So, just as in uh, in days of old, this is a big house. They can play hide and seek. Yeah, tarry. That's a word we don't really use, isn't it? Tarry a moment. So does that just mean hang on a minute while I yeah. do something? I presume. Yeah. Hang on, I'm going to hide. Yeah, well, I think so. Count to ten. <laughs> yeah. I'm off. This in the day before Netflix, when people used to play hide and seek around the house. <laughs> and Lovell, be sure, thou art the first to trace the clue to my secret hiding place. So she's hiding, and Lovell, the groom, is going to go look for her. Away she ran, and her friends began, each tower to search, each nook to scan. And young Lovell, he cried, where dost thou hide? I'm lonely without thee, my own dear bride. So the hunt is on, the search is on, for the bride who's gone off to hide. Third verse. They sought her that night. Oh, now then, they sought her next day. So, so things have gone. It's not, it's not great. He's wishing at this point that he bought a smaller house. <laughs> yeah. 
Either she is a very stubborn um, hide and seek player, or or something. Something's <laughs> gone wrong here. Yeah, they sought her in vain till a week passed away. In the highest, the lowest, the lonesomest spot, young Lovell sought widely but found her not. And years flew by, and their grief at last was told as a sorrowful tale long past. And when Lovell appeared, all the children cried, see the old man weeps for his fairy bride. So this game of hide and seek has gone severely wrong. Yes, I think you could probably say safely say she's won. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Hands down. Um, no one finds her. So uh, absolutely. She is the winner here in, 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 a, in a sense. <laughs> but how big is this house though? I mean, really? You, you, well, have they have they even been trying properly to find her? There's there's a whole load of <coughs> excuse me, whole load of houses like um, stately homes in England who claim this story is based in their in their place, but there's all you know there's half a dozen of them around the country claim the story, but there is one that's called Lovell's Mansion or something like that. Right. So with no knowledge whatsoever, that's my. I yeah, yeah. might have a, a, you know, a proper claim to it. Ooh, and is there an, actually a, an old chest in there? As we got on to verse 4, at length an old chest that had long lain hid. Oh, so there we go. This, the chest itself is hidden. Yeah. At length an old chest that had long lain hid was found in the castle. They raised the lid. A skeleton form lay mouldering there. In the bridal wreath of a lady so fair, is this? Would this not have caused a smell, Sean? Well, it depends how you know. They used to make old oak chests pretty solidly in those days, didn't they? So Do you think it was airtight? I think it might have been airtight, well okay. sealed. You know, right. And to be honest, the whole place may not have been that fragrant on the, the rest of the day, so maybe you wouldn't have. When, when in, in your head, when do you think this is uh, <coughs> set? Um, I don't know that. Um, I think it's like hundreds and hundreds of years ago. I think it, you know, might be sort of twelve, thirteen hundreds or something way right. back. Um, but I don't know that there's any evidence. What we what we do know, the first time that this poem was written down was two hundred years ago. Oh right, so, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, so in eighteen twenty two, somebody actually wrote it and published it as a poem, um, and then. Um, I think the first music or something that was written down was 10 or 15 years later. Um, but, you know, you were saying, uh, Ian Russell was saying how all these songs were very, you know, popular and sung all over the place. Um, I saw something written in the 1840s or something saying, oh, the mistletoe bow, a song known by everybody and sung everywhere. Right. So yeah. this was just a standard, well known yeah. song yeah. that would have been sung in pubs and all up and down, all the, up country. And down the country. And everyone would as as it. well, I mean, in our chat with Ian Russell, do look back on the previous two episodes that, that feature Ian Russell. Um, he, he was saying that, in, in, in fact, that a, a lot of the songs were just widespread, yeah. sung in pubs. It was just the normal thing to do. Yeah. And yet they somehow died down. Yeah. And, um, and, and, Sort of a few areas remained, um, North Derbyshire, Sheffield, um, Cornwall. And, and this is one of those ones where I don't think there's any particular reference to a local mansion that would no. get a local song. It was just a national yeah. song. But that's interesting. That, that I mean, that dates it 
if it was sort of first written down in 1820s. In my mind, I don't know, I've always looked upon this as Victorian um, because of, of it being like a, a Christmas ghost story and you sort mm. of associate it with Dickens. Yeah. But clearly it it's, it's, it's predates that and is set because it's... It, before Victorian days, they were talking about the old castle in, in, in here. It's clearly... It sort of, you know, could be going back to sort of 1600s, really, couldn't it? Yeah, it'd be yeah. interesting to see, you know, some of the places who claim it's their story, it'd be interesting to see when do they date it and what part yeah. of their history do they say yeah. it belongs to? Because the big clue's obviously Lovell. Yeah. It's got to be the the link to yeah. a bit of history, doesn't it? So the, the grim end um, here is, um, so a skeleton form lay moulder in there once they've looked inside this chest that was hidden in, in the bridal wreath of a lady so fair. Um, sad was her fate. In sportive jest, she hid from her lord in an old oak chest. It closed with a spring and the bridal bloom lay withering there in a living tomb. And, th- and there we sort of um, have the end. That's it, isn't it? There's no yeah. happy ever. Happy there is no happy There's ending. No redemption yeah. is there. And it, it, it. Yeah, it divides opinion, this. It's, it's clearly... Um, it's clearly set at Christmas because it mentions the Christmas holiday at the beginning. Um, th- there are people who don't like this, I think, um, who, who sort of, yeah, don't really get on board with it because yeah. it's um, it's not a, like a religious song. It, is, it sort of uh, dampens the spirit a little bit. But, but yeah. yeah. I, I really, I like, I really it. like it because it does, does feel like a bit of history, as in not necessarily the story, but the fact, as you said people would have been you know going around the country traveling a bit turning up at a pub people would have sang songs told poems told stories yeah that would have been part of what people did and was the entertainment and stories could be uplifting could be horror yeah. stories could be challenging could be religious you, you probably didn't know what was coming just like if yeah we, you know go went to the cinema nowadays there's all sorts of films yeah there'd be all sorts yeah of you can picture that a gathering and in, in, in some sort of situation yeah and some, you know, some showman. Yeah. The John Fowler of the past. That's right. <laughs> stands up and uh, tells this story. And is there any truth in it? Well, we don't know. There, there may be some whisper of of truths in, uh, in in there somewhere. Somewhere. But, um, yeah, it, it, it sort of stood the test of time. And, you know, and, and, and will will survive, I'm sure. Very interesting story. Yeah, and I think probably if you, um, uh, you know, if you ask people who were vaguely interested in the carols and joined in and said, "Tell me five carols or something," it's very likely the mistletoe bow would be one of the five they'd mentioned because it stands out a bit from lots of the other ones, doesn't it? It does indeed. Yeah, right. We are going to uh, head over to finish off the conversation with. John Fowler will also talk mistletoe bow, a little bit of the history in the pubs, and then give us his rendition. Great, looking forward to that. Before we head over to have a talk to John, here's a version of uh, mistletoe bow sung by um, John Bowden, who did it as part of his uh, folk song for every day. And also, just check out as well, if you have a look on YouTube, you can see back in uh, the early part of the 20th century, uh, there was a, 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 just as they started doing um, moving movies, um, 
they did a, a, a very short version of the mistletoe bow, which was one of the first, uh, I suppose, one of the first Christmas um, ghost stories or, or spooky stories at Christmas that, that were made. Speaking of spooky, um, I don't know. I've just been thinking about um, wh- why is it called the mistletoe bow when actually the story doesn't really involve mistletoe apart from it's there on the wall. Are we to presume, therefore, that the mistletoe has some sort of malevolent, spooky presence? I don't know. Is the mistletoe actually causing the whole scenario to take place? Lots to think about there. Here's John Bowden. So I want to talk about one of the weirdest songs, I think, that is... uh, Sung, the, the mistletoe band. Mm. What's that about? What's the his? Do we know the history of that? Yeah. Is, is it based on anything? Yeah, that's, it's that's, um, that's true. Or? It's uh, this woman's get gets married, and yeah. the Baron is holding the party. Yeah, and they decide to play a game, and she says, uh, "I'll clear off and go and hide, and make sure you find me. this is the bride." Yeah. So she clears off and goes and hides, and uh, and then they start to seek for her, and of course they don't find her because she's in this this box, mm. oak an oak old oak chest I think mm. it's described as, mm. um, and they never find her until many years later when they open the lid and there she is in a mm. bridal dress. Uh, unfortunately, I lost a bit of weight. Dead, <laughs> lost a bit of weight. <laughs> lost a bit of weight. Yeah, 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 a couple of moths all year. <laughs> I tell you, yeah. first time I heard that in the Blue Ball, you know, I had never heard it before, and you're following the story, and it gets yeah. to the end, and I'm yeah. like, I'm thinking, what? I, I think <laughs> that's not very Disneyland, is <laughs> it? <laughs> I think first time I heard it, I think I I I uh, just listened to it through and some, maybe wasn't following the words and didn't really appreciate it and then then maybe next week, what what's going on? Yeah, <laughs> it's very dark, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, there's there's little tricks that go off with it. Yeah, as well, um, you know, like when it, I, I my my trick is to hit close with a spring. Yeah, and right. bang two glasses together, you know, right. and the bridal bloom lay withering there. Um, and some people don't like it at all and won't listen to it. Right. So in the same way that uh, so you have people, thing, leave. people leave. Well, I wonder what the objection is, just because it's too dark. Too creepy. It's, it's just too creepy. creepy. It's like a bit of a ghost story. Isn't yeah. It? One guy was big into the carols, uh, Paul Horton, what, uh, and he runs carol sessions at the Plough. Uh, right. Won't have it sung. So it's not. Have it sung. It's, not, it's not sung. It's not sung at the plough. That's no. interesting, isn't it? But it will be when he's not there, perhaps. But uh, yeah, yeah. he won't. He won't have it. Uh, he won't have it sung. Yeah, which is a shame because I like singing it. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I like that song. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, when you're doing a solo, I imagine uh, did you did you get nervous still or not? Well, I'm seventy-eight. Don't mean you can't get nervous. Uh, no, no, you're right. No, no, you're right. And I think it very much depends on the circumstances. I mean, I get, I get up now to do it, so I, I don't bother them. All right, OK. It's not bothered now. No, yeah. one time I was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd be frightened in case I made a mistake. Yeah. yeah. I'm not now, so I don't know why. And, you, you know, you've got a humble swain, haven't you? You've got the sheaf knot that you do as well. You do folk performances around the place as well, don't you? You're a bit of a seasoned what, pro, what, really, aren't what you? Is on all, what, what was sheaf knot? It was Sheffield's only shanty band. 
Right, okay. And um, I was in it. Yeah. So we were all over the place, Scarborough, Whitby, Generally Peskos, the coast. Liverpool, yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all around. Right. There were only shanty band in Sheffield. Which, which and, was... and were there sort of shanty songs that you were doing that were linked to Sheffield in some way? No. It was not beyond the coast. No. I'm just no. trying to think <laughs> how get, that might get work. Get a boat up the yeah. Don. Yeah, or something famous, about, famous songs. Something about Tinsley what's Canal. A, what's about? <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> So these were all adopted from um, all the old, <coughs> the yeah. old seafair. It was only lasted for about a hundred years, I think. Mm. Uh, there's a book in there. Stan Ughill mm. uh, is the classic um, book on shanty singing, mm. and so we, we um, and it was done accurately. It was done accurately within mm. the tradition. Yeah. We went to this amazing pub in Cornwall um, last last year, where they do um, the local fishermen are doing the shanties oh, every, yeah. every Friday. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah, properly. Yeah, uh, really, and and some of them, and it was very similar to the carols. In fact, I did get speaking to um, some of the people in there about the Sheffield carol tradition, but this went on all all year, and they were um, most of them were sea shanties, but there were just the odd one thrown in that mm. was nothing to do with it, mm. you know. Um, so yeah, and they had like you know Cornish anthems, and there's a lot of it that was you know mm. quite patriotic about about Cornwall. Cornwall, yeah, mm. yeah, it was interesting, really interesting. Black and white flag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, mistletoe bow then is is that a, a one that you like doing? You yeah, I like, like doing it. You, you like performing. It suits my voice. The right. key and everything just suits my voice. Right. Okay. So the million dollar question is, w- would you mind? Oh, you want to sing it? I'd love it. Right. Well, I'll have to just make sure. Oh, we're in for a treat. Yeah. Oh, but does that mean that we have to... It might be yeah. bits. Well, we'll probably remember if there's bits we're meant there to are bits. Oh, the, oh, the mistletoe bow. Oh, oh, the mistletoe bow. Because... To practice or... No, no I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm confident <laughs> about my uh, abilities there. But I was just thinking, if I was doing a solo, I'd be like... Loving that bit where everybody else joined in, because mm. I think the 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 relief of oh they're, they're still here. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. The it's pain quite in. emotional as well when you yeah. hear the the harmonies. Yeah. Um, it uh, yeah. It spurs you on. emotional for the next. Uh, yeah, I just find it very verse. moving. You mm. know, um, I start to get a tear down down there, and I'm thinking, oh, nobody sees this. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's it's just quite emotional. Mm. Right. Do you want to sing it all, or just two verses? All I think I, I think we need it all. Really. Yeah, it all and if, if you can sort of yeah, let know, it out all the bad bits. Let's uh, <laughs> pay attention to the words if you're giving this a listen. The mistletoe hung in the old castle hall. The holly branch hung on the old oak wall. And the baron's retainers were blithe and gay, all keeping their Christmas holiday. And the baron beheld with the father's pride His beautiful child, young lovers bride And she with her bright eyes seemed to be The star of that godly company Oh, the mistletoe I'm weary of dancing now 
how she cried. Yet tarry a moment, I'll hide, I'll hide. And love will be sure thou'rt the first to trace the clue to my secret hiding place. Away she ran, and her friends began each tower to search, each nook to scan. And young Lovell cried, Where dost thou hide? I'm lonely without thee, my own dear bride. Over the mistletoe bough, over the mistletoe bough. They sought her that night, they sought her next day. They sought her in vain till the week passed away. In the highest, the lowest, the lonesomest spot, Young Lovell sought widely, but found her not. And years flew by, and their grief at last Was told as a sorrowful tale long past. When Lovell appeared, all the children cried, See the old man weeps for his fairy bride. Oh, the mistletoe bough, oh, the mistletoe bough. At length an old chest that had long lain hid was found in the castle they raised the lid. A skeleton form lay mouldering there in the bridal wreath of a lady so fair. Oh, sad was her fate when in sportive jest she hid from her lord in an old oak chest. It closed with a spring and the bridal bloom lay withering there in a living tomb. Oh, the mistletoe bough, oh, the there you go. Thanks very much. Really, really good. Awesome. Like a and, uh, too high. And <laughs> nothing. Nothing says Merry Christmas like uh, withering away in to Yeah. Right. Um, end of the podcast. Really. Yeah. It's been a delight chatting to you. Thanks very much, okay. John and Sean. Thank you. Um, and and yeah. Laura. Yep, hi. <laughs> uh, thanks very much. And um, yeah, just the usuals, really. Subscribe to the podcast and then you can um, join the delights of the other people that we spoke to about the local carols. It's good. Thank you. Thanks very much to John there. And uh, that's the end of this episode of the podcast. So we'll be back with another version um, of it uh, in the middle of the week, where I think we're going to visit some of the uh, local pubs. And we're going to just finish off with another version of The Mistletoe Bow, and this is Kate Rusby. So share this podcast far and wide, and uh, don't forget to add some comments in at the bottom. See you later. <laughs>